Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And we are two people that did a TED Talk. We did a TED Talk. We did a TED Talk, guys. Yes, the video, a lot of people have been asking, it's going to be up in a couple weeks. Yeah, like two to three weeks, it'll be on the TED website. Believe me, you'll get the link. Trust we'll me, I'm waiting for it. We'll let you know about that link. Thank you so much to everyone who came out. Uh, the students at UNC Chapel Hill, you guys were amazing. You put together an amazing event. Um, Great kid. Thank you. Allison, Kate, Olivia, June, Sarah, and all the, all the people that we've met that helped organize this and made it a very seamless process. Yeah, who knew we had so many fans in North Carolina? <gasps> Holy shit, Corinne and I, thank you to Linda's Bar and Grill. Yes. For uh for hosting a very last minute midnight show the day we did our TED Talk. Honestly, yeah. That's a great venue. Thanks, Chris. Amazing. And we had to the downstairs was packed and we had to turn away a hundred people. Yeah. We I was like, no, holy shit. We had no idea. And this is so thank you so much. We'll oh obviously my God. come back to that area and do a yeah. show in the near future. Damn because straight. we just didn't know you're there. Yeah. But now we do. We and felt the love. Noted. <laughs> love you. Yeah, absolutely. It was so nice meeting you guys after the TED Talk at our table. So many people came up and said hi and shared oh, some was, really great yeah. experiences and yeah. people as young as 13. Yeah. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> you too. That was so fun. Oh, so much fun. Uh, yeah, it's people in their 20s and all. And it was so, it was such kind of a, a, a mixture of people. I know. Straight people, gay people, men, women. Yeah, old, black, young. White. Yeah, it was great. It, it was, was awesome. It, it was made awesome. Me so happy. Yeah, it was great. Uh, speaking of making us happy, you can come and see <laughs> us in person and it's going to be really fun. Uh, so we'll just do a lineup of shows. Uh, Corinne, I'm going to be at uh, the Comedian Project, which is Wednesday, March 9th at 9 p.m. That's my monthly show with Katie Hannigan. It's at the Standing Room in Long Island City. You just take the 7 train uh, from like Times Square or any place in Midtown to Vernon Jackson. Tickets are $5 when you enter the code SEX. And that's the show where we don't do any material about uh, relationships, sex, or dating. It's really fun and really makes the comics kind of like stretch their material and you'll see some really amazing stuff on the stage that night. Then Rosendale, New York. If you live in Rosendale, New York or near there on Saturday, March 12th at 10 p.m., I'm doing a headlining series at Market Market which is a, a venue on Madeline Lane, one Madeline Lane. I'm really excited about this. I'm doing a lot of time. You can get in for $15 cash only at the door. Uh, for more information, you can visit marketmarket.com or call 845-658-3164. I really hope you can come out to that. Um, Albany, New York, on Wednesday, March 16th at 7.30 p.m. Christina and I will both be on Chicks Are Funny. And that's Woo. at the uh, uh, Albany Bone. Uh, <laughs> the Albany Bone. I was like, how am I reading this? It's at the Funny Bone in Albany. But you can call it the Albany Bone if you want. They'll know what you mean. Uh, ticks are $10. That's a 21-plus uh, venue. 
Then Friday, March 25th at 11.15 p.m., it's Nacho Bitches, hosted by myself and Blair Saki at New York Comedy Club. That's 241 East 24th Street. Ticks are just $10 with the code Nacho. That's a shit show as usual, so if you live in New York, I highly recommend that one. And then lastly, on Saturday, March 26th at both 7.30 and 9.30 p.m., if you're in Princeton, New Jersey, I will be at Catch a Rising Star, opening up for my good friend and former Guys, we fucked guest Ben Haig. Uh, and you can go to the it's like ticketweb.com. Just just Google Catch a Rising Star. It's a very long link. I'll put it on the uh the feed for the show. Oh, this is Christina. I have shows, but I just have two. Um the last Glamour Puss was a goddamn experience, and I was really <laughs> excited. The next Glamour Puss, um, <clears throat> in New York City is going to be happening Saturday, March 26th at 7.30 p.m. At all, as always at Zinc Bar hosted by Wendy Starling and myself. We have a great lineup and then our non-comedy lineup is... <laughs> you're gonna love it. Um, also... Uh, Saturday, March 19th, Wendy and I are taking Glamour Puss to Washington, D.C. Um, we're a little, uh, not clear on the venue yet, because there was some mishaps, but we will be in Washington, D.C. Um, Saturday, March 19th, and, uh, just keep that, uh, keep that evening free, if you will. One additional show that got added last minute, Austin, Texas. Wendy Starling and I are going to be in you Saturday, March 12th and Sunday, March 13th. We're going to be at the Spider House Ballroom. We're bringing Glamour Puss to Austin during South by Southwest. We're really excited. If the ticket link isn't in the description of this podcast, it will be very shortly. So stay tuned for that Austin come out Saturday, Sunday, March 12th and 13th. That's it. Oh, also... The music on this podcast. Um, we are asking anybody who listens who has a band or if they have a friend, they could talk to their friend and ask them to send something. We've been playing music um, for the past couple of weeks from listeners, which is really fucking cool because you guys are really talented. And that makes me so happy. Um, but if you have a band or you have, have songs that you own the rights to that you want to send to us to possibly play in the podcast. We're not going to play it for longer than a minute and 30 seconds. And we'll credit you. All of the music credits are in the description of every podcast. Just scroll down to the bottom. But you could send streaming links to gwfpodcastmusic at gmail.com. Um, we would love to uh, have your songs on if you would be into that kind of thing. Yes, and also, uh, just a heads up to Friday, May 20th, we're actually doing Guys We Fucked Live at the New York City Podfest. We like n- we pretty much never do the podcast live. It really never happens. So if you want to see it live, Friday, May 20th, we're going to be at the Bell House in Brooklyn. I think you can get your tickets as of today. They just announced the lineup, so definitely do that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Our show's at 7 p.m. 7 o'clock at the Bell House. Um, so it's going to be great. You know what else is great? Today's sponsor. Ooh. It's Casper Mattresses. Oh, Casper. Obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now I did read that. Like, I was faking it. But I will say, Casper fucking sent us mattresses. And mm. I, this is the mattress that on Valentine's Day, uh, my boo bait put uh, up for me. And uh, it and is And you guys didn't great. break up for it. <laughs> it is great. I don't know if you've ever imagined sleeping in a Tom's shoe, but that's 
the best way I can describe it. Like I am, I'm someone who can like sleep on anything. I can sleep on the floor. I was a Girl Scout for a long time. Holy shit. I feel fantastic. I've been sleeping like a baby. It's, I enjoy so much getting to bed for other reasons besides sex. Now it's great. Um, (laughs) Casper, go to bed for something more than sex. (laughs) You can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash GWF and using code GWF. Now you spend a third of your life sleeping or like a second of your life sleeping. Sleeping, if, if you're if you're me, uh, so just make sure it's on a great matrix. It's uh, latex foam and memory foam, and it's just it's just fucking fantastic. The combination is magical. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are like sleeping on springs still. Don't do that. Yeah, and also these mattresses are really comfortable and they're not expensive. No, and they have a risk free trial and return policy, so they'll deliver it straight to you. You can try it for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they'll pick it right up. The prices are super awesome. Go to the website, check it out. Uh, that's it. Casper, you sleep. That was that was so for you, good. Casper. That was so. That was good. a free one for you, Casper. That was awesome. Casper.com/slash/gwf. You sleep. You know who else is awesome? Oh, yes. some brawlers. Yeah, that donated to our more time for fucking brawlers. Fund. Did donate, and I'm gonna pull up that list of names. Uh, the first, take it away, Corinne. <laughs> the first brawler I'd like to thank is Patrick Kabir. Hey, you. You're doing a great job. Gretchen Gilbert, thank you so much. Haley Foster, you fucking knocked it out of the goddamn park. Emily Hilton, I'm going to take you out on a steak dinner. Melaine Dickinson, open up a bottle of wine for yourself. You deserve it. Lindsay Scanlon, take a bath. You you need to relax. <laughs> not that you're dirty. I'm not saying you're dirty. I'm saying a nice bubble bath with some candles. Jody Gully, we appreciate you. Peter Casper, get yourself a Casper mattress. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. I love you, Peter. Christina Bracetti, you sound Italian and pasta. No. <laughs> I'm Italian. I don't know. David Weishart. Did I pronounce that right? We like you. Do you date me, David? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Um, and then I just want to quick say something about the last episode. We had a lot of mixed uh, reactions about it. People thought that Will Sylvans, who's a comedian we've known for a long time, was the funniest person in the entire world. And then some people were like, these are the worst guests you've ever had. And then some people at the beginning when we were reading a, a, a previous listener's comments about um, fat shaming. They were like, I'll give you the $88 to give to her. That was crazy. And then some were like, you're a bully. And I read a lot of those emails and I responded to some of them that I could and, and try to communicate. Like, I just want to say really quick, like, fat shaming is a thing. It's a thing that's really horrible and it can deeply affect somebody emotionally. And to say to somebody, get over it. It's not that bad. Like, that's like a guy saying to me, don't worry about getting cat call. Why are you so upset about it? Like, I hate when people tell me how to feel. So I'm really sorry if it came across that way. And, uh, we know that fat shaming is a thing. Right. And, we weren't uh, trying to say that it wasn't. That yeah. was not the po- that was not our intention. Yeah. So so I just wanted to apologize for anybody who felt really kind of disappointed or let down that we came off as bullyish because that wasn't our intention. We tr- I feel like um, acknowledging someone's insecurities and saying sorry for them is also to me saying you should be insecure about that. And I don't like doing that. So so that's where we were coming from. Um, I'm going to read uh, not an email. This this uh, lovely fella. His name's David. And he's uh, he listens to the podcast, and this weekend he's getting married to a lady named Liz. 
And he's emailed us several times to get our attention, as a lot of people have. Which uh, our inbox, we do get flooded. We cannot respond to. Every, we cannot nearly respond to everybody that that emails us. But we try and read most of them. Yeah. Um, David sent me an email and said that Liz listens to the podcast. And I guess by association, he also listens to the podcast. Wow, they, thank you, David. You're a huge fan. Um, but he asked us a question that he wanted us to answer. So uh, his question was, what are your three most trusted tips for flipping a couple's sex routine completely on its heels? Nothing is off limits besides another Meryl Streep movie. I just can't do that. I mean, I was going to say watch Meryl Streep's entire film fucking filmology, but I guess that's off the table. Um, I don't know what you guys currently do, but one, a couple of things that I like to do to make my sex life um, exciting and exhilarating and feel new again. One thing is the Tiani 2, and this is not an ad, by Lilo, something I got for Valentine's Day. And it's a vibrator that you put, you, you kind of insert in you and then one end rubs on your clit. And then there's a remote control. So she, you can give it to Liz and she can have it in her if there's something she's into doing. And you can have the remote and you could be somewhere public and then like press it when she's least expecting it and it's exciting it feels very voyeuristic and i like it another thing that i like doing is three ways <laughs> try three way if you're into that sort of thing um or i don't know watch porn together i love watching porn my boyfriend does not like watching porn with me mm. which is so annoying so sometimes I have to be like, can you please just watch porn with me? And then it just, all the sexiness just drains. So if you have any tips, Corinne. I just think in general, doing something sexual uh, together that you both have not done before. Because for me, that's a real bonding experience when you kind of go into something that is scary with someone you trust. Like, for instance, like this wasn't like a my partner, but it was a really good friend of mine when we went to the sex club together. We were both, we're both like confident, smart people, but we were scared shitless. <laughs> and we did it together. And even though I didn't really honestly like it as like a sexual thing, and, and I don't see it's me some, something that I'm going to do like a lot in the future, uh, it, it was a huge bonding experience for us and I feel like it brought us so much closer so if it did that for our friendship I can only imagine what it would do oh, for yeah. a relationship yeah one of the reasons why I brought the three way was because Steven and I took a girl out on a date together and we hit on her together and I was like this is so sweet and nice and I, I think the episode where I described it after it happened I like cried because I felt so much more connected to him you did yes. so uh, good, good tip yeah David and Liz congratulations on yes. your, your, your mazel tov. you betrothed that's gonna be awesome um, how you doing girl all right Right. Yeah, I had well, we had a really exciting weekend uh, because we did a TED talk. But another exciting thing that happened was I did acid again. <laughs> and guys, I didn't know, you know, you get you get off a plane and you're not really like the first thing you don't want to do is not acid. But is that the first thing you did? You know, sometimes people in your life are very convincing. And <laughs> it's, like, I, no one can convince me to do something I actually don't want to do. So I kind of, I guess, did want to do acid. But I just I like to really plan out my like. I like to have nothing to do that I say. I like to allot myself some time. You got to plan that out, right? You do have you to plan it out. Do it. But I do, I I feel like I am someone who definitely needs to be more spontaneous. So I think that's mm -hmm. kind of why I allowed myself to be talked into it, especially because my life is like so chaotic and every, every fucking, literally every second of every day I live is planned out like by the hour. That's why I'm late to everything because it's like within five minutes. Like every, my, my, it's just calendars tight. and lists. And it's, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck, I have so many things that I need to do today. But he was like, I'm not going to this mic and I'm coming over and we're doing 
throwing ass. And I was like, the ass is at my house. So obviously we got to do it. So I was like, <laughs> fine. He's like, it's 3.30 now. And I was like, like it's like, he's like, it'll wear off by midnight. I was super horny though. All I wanted to do when I got back was fucking fuck. Yeah. All I wanted to do was have sex. I didn't even masturbate in the hotel, which was such what? a waste. I brought my vibrator. When I, I when I, when we were like, oh, let's, we're going to have separate rooms. I'm like, <laughs> first night though, I fell asleep. Yeah. I was just napping. I didn't, and I also didn't turn on the television once. I was just napping and listening to like Justin Bieber and like taking showers. Like that's what I was doing the that's whole time. Fun. It was just nice. I was wearing that robe. Quiet. Yeah. And peaceful. And so I was so horny. So he was like, what we'll do is we'll drop the acid. It takes about an hour to work into your system and then we'll have sex and then we'll go have a, have a fun day. Yeah. And so we did that and I was like, he like fed me the acid, which was very romantic. Oh, and is, was it like a tab? Yeah. It's, it's like oh. a little piece of paper. And then we started having sex, but while we were having oh. sex, the acid, because last time we didn't have sex because we were too fucked up. This trip was very different. Oh, I got to try this. We started having, <laughs> wait, we started <laughs> having uh, sex on the, and like, I, you know, I was like on top of him and I started feeling it. And we were like both pretending like we didn't, but then afterwards we're like, oh man, we were totally tripping as like we were finishing the sex. Ooh, that's cool. And then I, I came and I was so horny at, and I and I think I think it's like kind of a lot of times like you know how, how whatever your mood is when you start drinking that mood just gets exacerbated. It dictates, yeah. And so I was very horny when I started this trip, and then I just got progressively hornier. And like that's I'm, fun. I'm someone who comes like once, maybe twice if we're lucky, and I couldn't stop coming like I was like rubbing my fucking vagina against everything he was dying laughing he's like he's like <laughs> fucking me he's like eating my pussy oh, out that's like amazing ama- amazing times oh amazing until ah uh, shit the orgasm didn't stop have you ever had an orgasm for four fucking hours and I'm not talking whoa, about an orgasm whoa. with my pussy I'm talking about an orgasm that my whole body I felt like I had cerebral palsy I had a, a my a, mom has that my whole my whole uh face and the side of my arm what? and shoulder would not stop moving and we kind of were talking out we figured out he's like I think you're just having a full body he's orgasm. like I think you're just continually having an orgasm because we were trying to like understand the trip on the trip but yeah this went on for hours probably more than four hours good no because it's in your fucking shoulder and I was like my shoulder's gonna be so exhausted tomorrow my muscle was it the muscle spasm it sounds like muscle spasm yeah but I what what it was it was like but it was basically dictate it was like it was it was Going emulating through. it was emulating an orgasm so this Whoa. was this was our theory obviously we have Whoa. no medical you know background for this but it was like it was so much different than the other trip because I was just like horny and I was also like a little lazier but I think that's because I was very tired when I did it yeah but we stayed in bed for a long time and that was great and that was fun but just like last time my problem with acid is it lasts way too long what if you took less of it would it i don't know after four to five hours like because it's kind of like a tab you really like even to rip it like it's almost impossible to make it smaller than it already is Mm. uh so yeah it was wow so yeah so my shoulder was so sore and i was it was like trying to rub it uh go to the airport in north carolina yeah but it was a very uh different experience uh and i had a shoulder orgasm for four hours well if anyone is listening can explain that. that yeah it was, but it wasn't crazy. Fun. But your was your vagina pulsating at well, all, I or mean, no? Just I was pr- still horny. Well, and also it kind of like made my period come back. Like I had d- was done with my period, but like a couple like days. But then it just like kind of made it come back. Um, just Whoa. because I mean, I, I I think my body was just going so crazy, and uh, wow, yeah. And then it was like I we was like more, less like I felt like more. 
kind of in tune with everything this time. Huh. Um, but it was, yeah, it was interesting because someone did write me after that and they're like, oh, you definitely need to have sex on ass. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll try this. And I think you definitely have, you have to have it at the beginning of the trip because once you're kind of in it, you're not going to be able to get yourself enough together. You're in to, like, like a Tim Burton film. Figure that, especially for a guy because guys' parts are more affected by uh, substances, I think, than women. Like women, yeah. you can basically, your vag is a hole's a hole's a hole. Yeah, it's always going to work. I mean, the only thing is like if you can't get wet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. so that was a very interesting experience and very different. And then uh, and my mom's going to think I'm a drug addict now, but it was, it was nah. good. It was good. Uh, that sounds great. It was great. And you know what else is great? Today's guest. Oh my God. We met her. We met this girl. Uh, today we are talking, this is one of my like checklists for, for guests that we want to have, yeah. to a 15-year-old girl. That we met, I we met her mom. Her mom is amazing. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I talked to her. We talked to her mom a little bit, and she allowed her to go on the podcast, which I was very thankful for. Um, this girl, man, she's a gem. Yeah. She is uh, an old soul, I think. Yeah, and uh, so forward thinking and intelligent and and vivacious and creative and. Oh, I'm so excited to have her on, you guys. Uh, so please welcome today's guest, Ruby. Go on and tell us your Just telling us about um, guys who cannot handle confident women. Yeah, um, I'm 15 and in high school, which uh, is great. And uh, <laughs> teenage boys seem to have an issue with girls who are sure of themselves and um, know themselves and who are confident. So that's awesome. <sighs> oh, God, tell me more. Yeah, and Ruby was telling this at, uh, me this, and I said, uh, "Oh, hi, R- welcome to my life." I wish I could tell you that that's going to get better, but. It, maybe it's, it's not. It's so. not right now, but we're working on it. Okay. The best thing we could say is never change that about yourself. Yeah. Because any guy who thinks you're too confident is not someone wa- worth <laughs> wasting your time. That is that. If that's one thing I wish I knew when I was younger, it's that. That's yeah. a ridiculous thing to what say. What did he to say? What did this guy say to you? You said um, you've been talking to him for a couple months. Yeah. So I'm sitting in a diner with two of my good friends. And they proceed to tell me I was having a really good day. And I was like, guys, I'm having the best day ever. And my two Mm. friends proceeded to tell me, Ruby, we have some bad news about this boy. Uh, And I was like, that's Are you on trial? And I was like, thank you guys so much for um, bringing me to this cafe and feeding me food to prepare me for terribleness. That was awesome. Um, And they they were like, yeah, um, he just he's intimidated by you and you're too forward and um you're just too confident which is the best to hear when like you're 15 trying to work out your insecurities and like trying to own them in the best way you can but then to hear from like a person you're interested in that that's a flaw so that's what teenage boys are thinking that's what they're like and he doesn't even have the decency to tell you he's obviously way too intimidated by you (laughs) because he can't even tell you himself 
But I mean, did it go through your head that that's not that means that that's not the person for you? You know that, yeah. right? Um. So then, still rough blow though. <laughs> of yes. course. Uh, I like. Uh, I took in this information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, love I you. proceeded to laugh uh, because mm-hmm. I could not handle the situation. In uh, I did not want my friends to see me cry because I was like, you know what? That's not like a thing. I want. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh guys, um, my mom needs me home. Uh, gonna gonna leave. So um. <laughs> And they proceeded to pay for my bagel, and I uh, I left uh, and left Aww. them in the cafe. And I called my mother, uh, which is the best move to make to call your mom when you're having issues. Um, mom's help. Mom, mom's help. Um, and I walked home, uh, not crying about this boy, but I was like on the phone, and I was like, "Why do people do this? Like, yeah. why when you are a teenage girl and you're trying to be really nice and yeah. be yourself, and people don't." like you for being yourself and I'm my I said to my friends I'm like well then like what do I do and they were like I don't know you could try and act more this way in front of him oh. or more that way in front mm. of him and I said I will not change myself uh, for a boy who will not be relevant perfect. to me. Oh, you're a role model, Ruby. Um, Great response. Is this something you've encountered multiple times? Yes, which is why what? I was so upset. And what? what okay, right. before the before this person that just happened, what was the last person? Did they say it at least your face? No. Um. Oh, here's so the thing nice. about being a teenager on social media. Um. <laughs> you never hear anything directly from the person you can be talking to a person for like months and both be aware that you like each other but still have not told each other at all because now a thing is like communicating through friends which is awesome huh um so i don't know uh i have i had i got my first crush in kindergarten (laughs) so like i have had my boy issues for a very long time (laughs) so i kind of feel like a bit of like an older uh like, I feel like a grandmother when I'm talking to my friends who are, like, just got their first crush this year. Because I'm like, guys, like... I've been doing I've, this for a while. I, I'm, I've been on this ride for a while. Uh, it's not <laughs> fun. Uh, and it's not going to work out well. Um, also, okay, <laughs> here's the thing. In elementary and middle school, like, hooking up... Uh, okay, by the oh, way... Oh, yeah, what, what is that? Like, okay. what's hooking up? Yeah. Is that... Because when I was in elementary school or middle school, hooking up... I always thought hooking up meant sex. It doesn't. In middle school, it's like making out and like feeling boobs. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So like in elementary and middle school, like hooking up with guys was not like a thing. Like it was just like, oh, I like you because like you're really nice and like cute for sixth grade standards and I have a really big crush on you. (laughs) And like like, the middle school boys would be like, okay, I like you too because all my friends tell me you're pretty. So I'm just going to think that. Oh, Um, gosh. That's an astute observation that people just so often I think uh, people think other people are attractive just because like society or the people around right. them are saying it's attractive. Well, it's also similar to like wanting to date a popular person to uplift your popularity. Oh and that happens all the time in high school. Popularity was everything and yeah. when you get out into the real world even college it's so exciting because that doesn't mean shit. Yeah literally. Um, <laughs> it's so dumb um, but so okay so in middle school I liked so 
so many different, like not so many. Yeah, calm down. Um, but like, God, Ruby, slow your roll. Every <laughs> I went to middle school for four years. My middle school started in fifth grade and I went to eighth grade. And every single year, I think I was obsessed with a different boy, uh-huh. which was awesome. Yeah. And every single guy, and I said this as I was walking here, crying on the phone with one of my best friends. I was like, Aww. every single one of these guys is a, the same version of the next one, yeah. which is just a guy who doesn't understand you for like who you are they just understand parts of you so then they judge you for the parts that like they know yeah and then pick on you for it pick on you you might be more jaded than me ruby this is great (laughs) i love this um what do you mean pick on you uh pick on you meaning like they talk to their friends about you in a terrible way, but then oh. to you, they're really nice to you. Like what kind of things do they do? You know, do you know of that guys have said to their friends about girls? Oy. Oh, right. Yeah, like I um, want to talk about that. Okay. So, okay, on the subject of the hooking up thing and that. Um, okay, so here's what happens in high school, uh, from what I know in my two years of experience. Right. Um, when you hook up with a guy. You have to expect that everyone's going to know uh, unless you <laughs> tell them, please don't tell anyone, to which they will tell five of their friends and at least ten people will find out. Wow. Um, I like And what they say about you, depending on who they are, they'll either say, oh, yeah, we hung out and it was like it was fun. Yeah, we hooked up. Or they'll say, she was so bad, or yo, that, like, that ass, though, and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, like, high-five each other? Yeah, uh, which is great. Uh, Both are awesome. Uh, (laughs) No. What about, like, uh, the slut-shaming? Okay. (laughs) That is, okay. Uh, Slut-shaming doesn't, okay, slut-shaming happens. Uh, I feel like... This is only from what I've witnessed. Yeah. Slut shaming happens more f- girl on girl. Like, Interesting. girls mm. slut shame each other more than guys slut shame girls. And why do you think that is? Because we have a theory, girls but I want to jealous, your in my yeah, opinion. That's... I think when a girl hooks up with too many guys that are attractive or is getting with a few guys at the same time or has hooked up or like has a, a lot of hickeys on her neck from the past week, like, <laughs> girls will be like, oh my God, she's like a slut. Like, she's getting around. And guys, oh. this is only from what I've seen. And like, like only from the guys I associate myself with, which is like not a lot because I kind of am antisocial. Um, <laughs> like from what I've witnessed is like they guys are kind of just like, oh, yeah, like she gets around. But girls mm. are more like she's a slut. Like she Ooh. gets with so like she's getting with so many guys. It's too much. And like, what do you say when you do you say anything back when you hear that? Uh, it's tricky uh, yeah. because when you're talking to one of your good friends, the worst response, I think, is when you're talking shit about someone and they respond with, yeah, but I like her. Like, Cause, I know because like, I know that feeling because I'm sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, she was such a bitch to me today. And my friend will be like, no, she's a really nice person. And I'll be like, well, that was not what you were supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, get so, on board. Hello. Like, that's, we're shit talking Stephanie right now. Exactly. <laughs> so and like I that's terrible. But that's just like that is high school. Huh. Like You that's and life. all your friends. <laughs> yeah. You and all your friends have like a mutual understanding that you all talk <laughs> crap about each other huh. and no one says anything about it. No, you're talking about uh, talking crap about if your people who are your friends or talking crap about people who are outside of your posse. Both. Both. Okay. Oof. A lot of crap talk. Because I was like, yeah. I, I was like, I try not to 
talk crap about my friends, but yeah. what's it like being 15 in an age where you have a cell phone? Terrible. I really wish I did not grow up having a cell phone. When did you get your first cell phone? Um, I, okay, well, my mom's a single mom, and I used to go to summer camp when I was, like, five. Mm-hmm. So when I was, like, six, I got, like, a phone that allowed me to call four people. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, one of those, like... Flip phones. Flip, yeah, like, one of those phones that, like, you have four phone, four numbers programmed, right. and you can just call. It's, like, 911, mm-hmm. your mom, and, like, your mom's two best friends. Um... <laughs> So Linda will take me out on the town. Literally. <laughs> but um, when, I'm, when I was like in sixth grade, I think I got an iPhone, which was like, which was soon. But the thing is like, I was, is it a, your peers have iPhones or no? Yeah, I mean, okay. all my peers have iPhones. But the I'm thing curious is curious what age kids in get sixth them. grade was when I like started working a lot. Uh, so I needed access to Twitter. Right. Okay. Um, and I needed, and like that sounds so weird for like a sixth grader to need access to Twitter, but like I needed access to an email. I needed access to like a good texting system. Yeah, because you were working for, with a company and they wanted you to help with their social media and stuff. So exactly. it makes sense. Yeah. You, no, I just want to, you, you were, she was performing, not like making shoes in a factory. I just want to like make that clear. Yeah, I owe you. Don't worry. Um, but like, yeah, and so using phones influences a lot because um, most of the guys that I have gotten involved with have been those relationships have started not like relationships dating meaning like though us talking has started via Facebook Messenger Uh, Instagram DM or text or like Snapchat like Uh, oh I cannot name a guy who I have I can't name a guy who I've spoken more to in person than I have over text message. With us, with me though, when I was in middle school, it was all AIM instant messenger. Yeah. So because no one wanted to talk face to face. Yeah, no social media is a what? and that it's a beautiful way. It's such a it's such an awkward conversation to have. So it's a beautiful way to make it not as awkward. Yeah, like, getting rejected to your face is like the worst. And then like <laughs> I'd rather get rejected in writing do you prefer <laughs> that or do you would you rather people talk to you to your face about those kinds of things asking you out or saying hey i don't really like you or whatever um okay uh when a guy's asking me out i expect him to ask me in person if he mm-hmm. asks me over messenger i will say no no matter All how right. much i like him yeah i am you i like that gr- like grow Set standards for yourself yeah go- ask me out in person if like if you can't if you can't tell me you want to be my boyfriend in person then you're definitely like how are we going to go on dates how are we going to be a couple like that doesn't make sense um yeah you shouldn't have a girlfriend if you can't even ask her to her face to be your girlfriend exactly and like so yeah i i actually tend to fall into talking more via messenger than i do in person because it's just like i will say it's easier like i get i know like me myself i get very nervous in front of guys and like i but okay, it's weird. Whenever when I like a guy, when I actually am genuinely like interested in him, I want it to be more than a hookup. I want it to be like I want it to go into something. Yeah. I struggle with talking to them in person. Yeah, it's hard. Because I get super nervous, especially when I've talked to them so much over text or something. When Corinne I is just, the same way. I know, I was like, is, it, this a, is this a mini-me? This yeah, is amazing. My and I, she still is Wearing an outfit that I would wear? This yeah. is great. <laughs> no, and like, I, and but the thing is, like, when I'm just trying to, like, hook up with a guy, because, like, that, uh, like, that happens. Sometimes of course. you're just gonna, like, hit it and quit it. Like, that's, <laughs> that is what... 
that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, quite no, like what's like yeah, what's like a when you're 15? Like what's like a hookup? What like for me it was just like tongue kissing. Yeah, that that's uh, like a hookup is like making out. Yeah, some hands. That's it, and that's it. I mean, like, clothes on. Unless unless like you go further with the person, but that's right. like that's your own business, right? Absolutely. But how do you decide at this age if like what qualities in a peer make him worthy of being your boyfriend as opposed to just a hookup? Well, for well, okay, for I don't. My peers are a little different because mm-hmm. I I value personality way more than I value looks. Like, yeah, most of my friends are always like, Ruby, why are you going after the guys you're going after? Because <sighs> my what? friends value Mind your goddamn business, friends. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, like I love my friends, and like we all have very different types, which is good because it yeah. keeps out oh, of yeah. drama. Yeah, my type. Why, Corinne and I are so close. Literally, <laughs> we but, look like, after different guys, and I know that sounds weird. But it, it does it, help. It contributes so much. Super I've, I've when had guys, friendships messed up because yeah. we had a crush on the same when guy. guys are when guys are not an issue. Half of your problems in your friendship are gone. You're so wise. I yeah. wish I had a friend like you when I was 15. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Are all of your other friends as wise? Um, yeah, I love my That's friends. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah, um, I'm 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 very lucky to have like good friends who like I trust. Um, but the thing is like. I, I, okay, I'm super into, like, really weird things. Like, I'm super into, like, Star Wars and, like, Doctor Who and, like, Merlin and, like, weird nerdy things. So you're things. cool. <laughs> I think I'm cool. That's cool in a the lot real of, world. A lot of people don't think I am, um, which is awesome. But, like, my friends, uh, my friends are, like, the pretty girls. Okay. Uh, and they are so much more than that, but they are perceived as, like, that pretty girl group. They're attractive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like I've they're my best friends uh, and I'm not gonna be like I'm the duff but like I'm the friend <laughs> I'm like the friend who goes after the very different guys. That's um, amazing. Wait, yeah I go after like the nerdy boys who are into like Doctor Who and like Merlin Who would be Star so Wars, amped that you have the interest that you su- have. You'd be surprised. There's not um, is any, there's no guy. Okay. Does he like those things? Yes. Uh, okay. the thing is about guys at this age is that they get freaked out by anything. If you oh, are so forward, funny. if you're confident, if you think that you have a chance and they sense that. They get freaked out and they run away. Because you- if you have the confidence to approach them, you also have the confidence to leave them. Exactly. That, I mean, that's my oh, you theory. just nailed it. Yeah, yeah, that's true, probably. And I mean, I've had, I, I had one of my uh, friends who's like four, a 40-year-old adult male. Like, he kind of, he, his uh, girlfriend for a long time was very insecure. And I was like, why are you dating someone who's so insecure? And he was like, because I know she'll never leave me. Ooh. Girls at six, yeah. I mean, guys at 16 and 17 don't like when a girl is smarter than them. It freaks them out. They get nervous. <sighs> why do you think? that is because other than the whole confidence to leave but is there a way like how can we fix that um i know i mean that's a big problem the thing is about guys is that they get scared of because like the way guys talk to each other from what i've observed is very like hey what's like bro hey i mean like not even like that because like guys have minds i'm not trying to be like oh they just speak like random human beings but like (laughs) 
they don't talk like guys I know don't get super deep with each other. And They're they putting don't, on airs a bit, I think. Yeah, they like me and my girlfriends. Like we get so deep, we talk about everything, mm. we talk about life, and like guys are kind of like, yo, want to play like Battlefront, yeah. and like that's okay. I got a new Xbox game, bro. Yeah, that's totally okay. Like but you want, but I, deeper. I want, yeah, I like guys who are like deep and want to talk to me about life and also who are proud of my accomplishments and a lot of guys get freaked out when they find out that I like do stuff with my life yeah and, <laughs> and you, which is awesome can I get a t-shirt that says that guys like, get freaked out when they know I do, do stuff, stuff with, with my life. life I love that Ugh, that is a t-shirt that's a great one guys get Print. intimidated and scared I can't believe the 15 year old guy most of these 15 year old guys are I mean in the some real, of them are 17 and 18 yeah that's which true is and Which is that's maybe even worse. Thing. That's another thing. Like with older guys, from what I know, is that when they find out that, like, I'm, I'm currently 15. Yes. When and when when a 17 year old guy finds out that a 15 year old girl might be smarter than them, they get freaked out and they run away because they're like. Oh no, like this is bad. A smart human being who's younger than me, who's like at my level but is younger, like that's gross. Like, ah. It's is- so it's so interesting because I feel like so many girls at the age of 15 don't realize because it's an it can be a really insecure age. Like I, yeah. I was I I was so deeply affected by people who make comments about like I had huge boobs when I was young. And yeah, and I was going to ask you about that because I noticed uh, the same exact it's ter- thing. It's terrible. It's horrible because you're getting especially when you're getting sexualized by older men old enough to be your father. You have no idea. Now, what, tell me what that's like. OK. Um, is that really fucked? me up. I'm a 32H. Okay. I have to double D. You're you want me, girl. I have to go to like special bra stores yeah. to get my bras. Um and like I'm small. Like I yeah, like, you're petite. I, I'm yeah, I'm like a small human. Like I'm a small person. I'm like five two, five three. Like I have like I don't have like a like my butt is like semi. It's like normal. I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm I'm skinny fat. Meaning, like, I'm, like, I'm not, like, stick thin, but I'm not, like, I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm like, slightly chubby. But, like, I'm, like, I'm healthy, and that's all that matters. Hell yeah. But. And you look great. Thank you. Uh, having <laughs> that kind of body and being 15 in high school is hard. Because some girls are, like, holy shit, I wish I had your body. And I'm, like, yeah, but. Isn't that weird? Part of the reason that most of the guys who talk to me or start talking to me or are interested in talking to me at all is because of my body, yep. not because of my personality Damn. or because of my face or how pretty my hair looks or how good my outfit is. It's because, oh my God, blank. Those boobs. Yeah. This person, like my name, oh my God, she has the best rack. Like, no. And isn't it weird too though when your friends or girls your age come up to you and be like, you have the best body. Like, what do you say to that? Like, I also have a really interesting outside social life and yeah. I love Doctor Who. Um, Here's a thing that I actually was talking about this the other day. Um, I hate when I'm in the middle. I've been in the middle of hooking up with a few guys who have said to me, in the middle, you have an amazing body. Most yeah. I was talking about this to my friends the other day, and they were like, I love when guys say that to me. And I was like, I don't know why, 
but I absolutely hate that. I was going to say, yeah, why why do you not like that? And there's that? so much attention on your body. It's like when you when you develop breasts, your body's no longer your own. It's somebody else's to comment on. Exactly. And you're you don't even realize that and you're like, "But I'm still a little girl. Like, I'm still a pure girl. Like, well, like, don't don't do that to me." Yes, That's and what I also was like, like I, I'm so, like, into talking and, like, getting to know a person and knowing their personality. Yeah. And when guys, like, I I have just, like, been a hookup with a few guys, mm-hmm. like, quite a few, more than I have, like, intimate with, like, more than I have, like, been, like, I- like actually liking them. Right. And I think I, like, I really want someone to like me for me. And, like, when they give me that reminder that they're only hooking up with me or talking to me because they like my body and not, and they're not hooking up with me for me, it kind of sucks because I'm like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to turn into anything. We're going to hook up and I'm probably never going to talk to you again. Yeah, but just, just, I mean, just because someone compliments your body, especially in a sexual situation, doesn't necessarily mean that they don't all so respect your mind because it's just like you know they can also appreciate yeah, yeah, your no. great rack and, I totally, and like you yeah. it's hard to decipher that though that's it's, the tricky part exactly and it's like I'm always like I was always on the defense the yeah. second someone bring it up just because exactly. that's all people would talk about exactly and like I obviously they probably respect my mind or like I, I would hope they do but yeah. like I doubt they find you intolerable yeah you know no. but like, <laughs> that ruby <laughs> the worst great rack but the worst yeah but like in, in the heat of the moment yeah it kind of it sucks. triggers it sucks to hear because yeah. then you're just like oh yeah I like take a step back this isn't gonna be a relationship this isn't gonna... and the thing is like I, I know I'm only in my like second semester of sophomore year but I've seen I have a lot of friends who are older and I also have a lot of friends who've already fallen in love and like found their first love which doesn't happen to everyone in high school for a lot of people sure. it's college or after or, or like, never or never or they die alone or or they and that's okay yeah but it absolutely is okay it sucks when like i like i would say i'm a very emotional and like sensitive person i like i like talking i like talking about my feelings like that's who I am and it sucks because that's the exact type of person who wants a relationship in my like I'm I've watched like five of my best friends fall in love which is great because I've been there with them the entire time and I've seen how it's progressed and it's amazing to watch but it's also hard sometimes because you're sitting there on the sidelines saying to yourself someday that'll be me and going Mm -hmm. through these random people and knowing that and each one isn't that person and it kind of sucks because you really want to find it and it'll find you eventually, yeah. but you haven't found it yet. Yeah, right. I can I can understand that because you have so much to offer. You're so atypical, I think, for a 15-year-old. You're, you're, you are so Guys forward thinking. Guys don't like that. I know, and that's... Yeah, but that's who, a, like, fuck them kind yeah, of. Yeah, you know? but it's hard you to... You just have to take a little bit more, ta- more yeah. time and it, you're absolutely right. The mentality, like, it'll find you. Yeah, you just have you just like, live your life and continue to do the things that you're passionate about and then it, everything will naturally fall into place like I promise you and <laughs> yeah. I know because I am very cynical <laughs> I understand what you're going through. like I get that so hard and because I've always liked older guys and my first boyfriend when I was in 10th grade yeah 10th grade was in college cheated on me the whole time because oh that's why you get a high school girlfriend when you're away at college you could have two girlfriends that's why I yeah. found out I know not every guy's like that but uh that ruined me for a while well a big thing is virginity 
Um, I was going to ask, what is okay. it like? What is virginity like when you're 15 year old? So for me, uh, like I said, I'm an emotional person. I and I think if you're ready to have sex with anyone you want, go for it. Me personally, I want the first time I have sex to be with someone I'm in love with yeah. and who I want to do it with and who I'm comfortable with and who like I like who I'm ready to do it with. That uh, sounds amazing. That sounds beautiful. Exactly. Not a lot of people like think that and that's okay. Yeah. It's frustrating when you really want to find someone and all your friends are losing their virginities and having sex and you're still sitting here like, no, I'm going to wait. Uh, I want to find someone special. Are most, you- your, are most of your friends, have they lost their virginity yet? Um, The ones who have found their people have. Like okay, so boyfriend. most people are only having sex with like a boyfriend, not just... Yeah. Okay. Um, It depends. Most of my close friends that I know who like who like have had like sex mm-hmm. uh have done it with the people they're dating. Okay. I remember uh when I lost my virginity the day I remember this was off. Uh I walked into school and my best friend Melissa, who's still my best friend, uh walked in and she went did you just have sex? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I did. It was the biggest deal. Yeah, it's and a I, big and, deal. And there's things like, why do we say losing my virginity? I'm not giving you anything. I'm not less of a person no. because I've had sex for the first time. I Do you think it's that adds to the pressure of it? It's a, it seems like a much bigger deal than, like, I wouldn't know because I'm, I've never had sex. Right. But like, uh, people make it seem like it's such a big deal deal and maybe it is for some people but in my opinion like i don't think it's a big deal i think it's a big step in your life i think it's like wow oh my god like i'm now sexually active that is a thing a lot of my most of my friends who've had sex the number one thing they have said to me is afterwards we just said to each other oh my god we're not virgins anymore like when people ask us the question are you a virgin you never say no yeah who's asking you that uh, like I don't just it, friends it's just or... like, yeah, like in never have I ever like never oh, okay. have I ever had Love sex that game. gotta take a drink like one of those things <laughs> are, are kids drinking alcohol in, in... yeah oh 15 uh, huh no like it's the first like younger 13 uh, starts freshman year for some people or yeah. earlier oh, yeah. it starts young whoa uh, okay. there's freeze freeze is a party with me a free is like when you have a free house uh, that you yeah. throw a free which is like a huge party and the parents never find out um, most of the time people get caught and get shut down by the cops <laughs> <laughs> but you still go. You're like, yo, uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna milk this for the first if hour not, at least. If you're not going to a free on a Friday night, like, who are you? Wow. <laughs> and is there always? Is there usually alcohol at these? Yeah. Okay. Always. And what other just what other drugs do you know are circling around? Everyone does. Um, okay. Well, I I know the seniors have all done cocaine and Whoa. heroin. And, what? No. Yeah. Shut and I, up. And I mean, just so, the, Ruby lives in Manhattan, so I think that's just yeah. a. It, it, in, and I and I know you've always lived in Manhattan, yeah. right? And just I mean, it's a little different, different. than Manhattan, growing up in suburbia. Manhattan. It's a little more. It, I mean, a little I know more high, fast forward. High schoolers that did meth, but they were my boyfriend when I was sixteen few. lived in Manhattan, and he was very wealthy, and I was coming from suburban New Jersey, and our our lives were like comic. <laughs> different yeah. oh wow like, like his, his dad had barnes and noble.com money like, yeah like oh, i also i also like go to a school a performing arts school right okay and like everyone's like here's the thing 
here's my theory of it. People start smoking weed freshman year mm-hmm. or maybe even eighth grade. Okay. By the time you're a senior, like, but no, by the time you're a sophomore, you're like, okay, what's the next thing? Mm. Whoa. A yeah. big thing. Here are the big drugs that m- I'm a sophomore. Here's what sophomores are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Xanax. Oh! oh. Be present, kids. Uh, oh my God. Be present in the moment. Triple C. What the hell is that? Triple oh, C was a freshman year thing. Um, oh, God. Uh, what else? So freshman year. Triple C was, Triple C was like so last year, guys. Year. You guys are stupid. Uh, there were, uh, okay, seeds. Freshman year was a big thing. Seed, like hallucinogenic seeds. Wait, 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 wait. What, what are seeds and triple seeds? Okay. Sibil- those are different? Yeah, they're different. Yeah, we're old. We have to explain. Yeah, well, seeds shit. are um, like uh, organically grown acid. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you get me something? Okay. No, <laughs> Um, that, that, I mean, we're adults, so we can do it, but you can't. No, I'm just kidding. It's like, and it's a less aggressive acid. You put it in like a tea bag, make tea out of it, and then drink it. Do you go to school and do this? You do these? Oh, they did it on girls. I think they did something like yeah. that on girls. Yeah. Okay. A big thing people do. People so like old. people like to come to school high or pop <gasps> Xanax in school. Oh my God, Xanax in school. Yeah. Why? Uh, that's it's a big thing. Um, because all their parents do them, and they're like raid. That's mommy's still true. Closet. It's a it's a it's a that's such a wealthy drug cabinet drug. Yeah. 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 Um, between um the two, uh, from what I know, sophomore year is when people started doing acid. Whoa. Um, and then junior year is when people started doing cocaine. Uh, and heroin. Oh, which was heroin. Awesome. Oh my god! And then senior and year then, is when you went to everyone's what, do funeral. You just, do you just Jesus. die? Do you just jump off a cliff? Senior year? Oh my god. Uh, you no, get... you don't go to college. Oh, yeah. So much for that performing arts wow. high school education. Well, that's uh, is it ha- the majority of kids are experimenting with these no, harder no, no, substances no. or just I'd, some? No, um, and that good. I'm I'm like I'm pushing it. Um, that <laughs> oh, there's a group of kids I think in almost every single grade who do the really hard shit. Yeah, which is what I was just describing. Almost every single person I know, though, in high school, has smoked weed drink alcohol mm-hmm. or done some sort of illegal substance once okay okay uh, well, but like okay. the normal thing <laughs> i'm uh, freshman and sophomore year was like smoking weed and like drinking now if you refuse that or is that considered a lame move no, because because i remember i didn't i didn't smoke weed in high school at all yeah. and i would just be like yeah no and no one cared they were really yeah. cool about it they didn't Same like force me. me yeah no um no one no one yeah no one cares um what is sex ed like Oh, um, it's just a joke. Because what do they teach you? And do you have it this year? Like when we have it, we have to have uh, six talks every single year. Six we, talks. We take because in, in our PE classes, we just take normal PE, right. and we have to have at least six classes throughout every single school year where we talk about like HIV and AIDS and those kind of stuff. What have you learned about sex so far, just through your school? I'm curious what they're teaching people. Um, just how to prevent STDs and like uh, how to have safe sex and like. Do they do a condom demonstration? Uh, no, they oh. don't. Huh, that's weird. But um, I'm only a sophomore, so and like, so maybe I haven't taken health yet, so okay, probably change. But did they go over like the sperm and the egg makes a baby and like yeah. insertion with sex? Because I didn't know that part until way later in <laughs> life. I didn't know that it went something went in something. Um, I don't know. I think I've kind of always just no. I don't really. Know. You just kind of no, knew. I, no, I know. I they did teach us that like the only way to get pregnant 
to not get pregnant is to not put something in or to oh interesting yeah like abstinence or like you can try and prevent it with like birth control and stuff. Oh, okay, so at least they yeah. say birth control. Oh That's yeah, yeah, progressive. yeah, they 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 push like here are all the ways you can get birth control. Yeah. Oh. Here are all the different forms of it. They're really good That's about. That's great. They are really good about like letting you know where you can get abortions and like all this oh, stuff. Oh really? really? It's really yeah. That part of the system I agree with. That's. Fucking rad. When did you? But when was your first? Did you have anything in middle school or did you, I did okay. in middle school? I had a th- I had two classes in sixth grade. I had a class called a once a week, and it, it was like it was called it, it wasn't called once a week. Uh, it was called Night Star. Mine was called Family Life. Uh, wait, I, like, oh, I, have, I, I get family living in eighth grade. Um, okay. So in sixth grade, they just give you like an introduction, like um, like here are all the few ways you can co- uh, get STDs. Like here's I'm gonna throw the word AIDS at you, and you're not gonna really figure out what it means until eighth grade mm-hmm. ah, like sex ah. like just like just like throwing things at you like uh-huh. here's how you, what you do in like a sexual assault situation oh what and do then, they say about that because sexual assault is um not, not good uh they were really bad about it actually they were like uh tell someone about it or like make sure people know and i was like they didn't really tell you how to prevent it like in the moment or um, how guys just yeah or how do it. yeah like they yeah they were more like here's the ways you can prevent it or what to do afterwards i was like no if you're talking to 11 year old boys how yeah. about you try telling them while their minds are still developing not to rape yeah maybe that'd be the right idea yeah it'd be pretty nice don't touch me after i say no yeah no means no that and girls rule. kick them in the balls yeah <laughs> word and like in eighth grade is when we got like into it because also like when you're like by the time we were in eighth grade we all knew what like sex yeah, and everything yeah. was like we were not idiots we were not born yesterday all of them were watching porn by then it eighth was okay. grade huh oh boys saw... were watching porn in like sixth grade oh right really yeah. that's mm. how did mm-hmm. you know they were watching porn they were talking about it? Yeah. Um, my best friend is a guy. Uh-huh. And, oh, wow. And, like, in middle school especially, I was, like, very much one of the guys. Like, I uh-huh. very much hung out. That's another issue I have. Like, I'm so used to being comfortable around guys that guys freaked out, get freaked out when I'm so comfortable and confident around them. They're like, whoa, a girl knows how to act around, a, like, a guy in, like, a comfortable, like, friend way. Okay, so she should just be my friend. Mm. That also messed me up a lot in middle school too because I was so much one of the guys that it was just like oh Ruby's not even an option. He should teach a class that's like <laughs> confident girls are beautiful girls and you should go after someone who speaks her mind and owns her opinions. Yeah because wow. I don't and like my friend my friend was ta- my friend who's a guy was talking to me and he was like Ruby like you're gonna find a guy one day who like worships you and like it's gonna be so great because you're so special and I was like okay that doesn't Shut help up. me. I was like, I was like, okay, like that. The sentiment was nice. I was like, I was like, thanks. You like, you, you don't count as a guy because like you're one of my best friends. So yeah. like, this is not helping me with anything. <laughs> no, have you have you ever seen pornography? Uh, yes, by accident. Okay. Uh, that... my best friend who was a guy who I was just talking about when we were in like seventh grade uh-huh. was like, Ruby, can you look something look look something up for me for a second? And I was like, sure. What? Because I was like on my computer, and he was like, he was like, he was like, uh, look up a website called RedTube. Oh, that's one I go to. Uh, and I was like, and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, okay. That's rude. Uh, no, because he he loves screwing with me. Like I'm also afraid of like horror movies. And oh. one time he like told me the name of the girl from The Exorcist. And was like, yo, look this girl up. And I was like, I, and then I did. It was just as scary as the porn. And I was like, oh my God. 
<laughs> it was so scary. Um, but yes, uh, he looked, told me to look up bread tube, so I did, oh. and I typed it in, and I was like, oh my god, and then I deleted it immediately. And like guys just do like weird shit like that. Like they'll be like, oh Ruby, come over here, look at this picture, and then it'll be pornography, and I'll be like, uh, oh my god. The guy just did that last night to me at the comedy club. I was like, fuck you. Can you yeah, like do why? That before I go on stage. Why? And like on Tumblr too. Sometimes like I'll be scrolling through, and it'll be like, yeah. ah, penis. You yeah. know that, that really it kind of freaks me out that guys are watching porn that young because it's really it's I not think good guys get them. moves from porn and porn is so especially on those tube sites it's all directed for the guy to watch exactly. so it's all from a guy's point of view and the women a lot of times are doing things that women no- would never do in bed there are so a their lot expectations of issues with porn. Get fucked um, up. Yeah. one a lot of my friends have told me that while giving blowjobs to like their guys mm-hmm. the guys have like tilted their head up to look at them or like like moves that happen huh. in porn. Uh, Better than pushing their head on the dick. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does that happen like, too or no? Yeah, it does. And like it's it, then you bite. No, I'm guys, no. guys Don't get so many images from porn and like get. They their expectations are set so high from yeah. porn that Impossible it's like beauty standards. they don't they don't understand like what it's like to actually like be intimate. Yeah, like their idea of intimacy mm. is like oh like suck my dick, and it's like no, that's <laughs> right. not what's supposed to happen. What happened to the movie we were gonna see? Yeah, like a lot of guys. They also, um, I'm sorry, a message to like the teenage boys, please get uh, better uh, lines because uh, mm. your lines are terrible. Give me I can, some. Can I give you some? Absolutely, okay. please. Uh, my first hookup, uh, the way it was led into, I was like, we were at like this really weird like event and like we went into like a private whatever. He, um, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like uh, this, like this is kind of weird. And he was like, it doesn't have to be. And, oh, like, and, I, and, like, and then we started hooking up and I was like, then like, in the like when I was thinking about it, I was like, that why 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 did you why did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, why. Um and then like another time, uh like oh my god, this made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I literally like throw up in my mouth thinking oh. about some of the lines people say to me. And like um this one guy was like <laughs> like I was like and I was like, Yeah, like I don't really know like I, okay, I feel like the way all of everything I've ever done has been led into is with me saying like, Yeah, I don't really know and like then the guy's being physical like yes. guy? No, I mean like um I mean, like me being like, oh, like this is so weird. Like, oh my god. Oh, if you're like going into a dark room and you're like, wait a second, like in trying to be like, oh my god, I have no idea what we're about to do. And Uh like, you have to act. You feel like you have to act coy. coy, Yeah, Yeah, because like it's like I said, like we're us girls are so. That's why I'm so open. Like that's why I'm so forward with guys and like so like out there because we're so us girls are so trained to like change ourselves for guys and to act dumb around them and to like not be as smart as them and stuff and i'm like that's so stupid Mm -hmm. because what like obviously it's not paying off right now but eventually i'm gonna find someone who appreciates that like i am actually smart and try and do things with my life and they're gonna make encourage you to make you better to to work harder to be a better you to like you want somebody who oh my god that's like a prison sentence being with somebody you yeah and isn't you you shouldn't be in uh like you shouldn't be trying to like outdo your partner like that's not it's it's so nice to hear though that you 
you won't let your you won't allow yourself to stoop to their level and you keep you you value the amazing qualities that you have well like a big thing that people throw around are like uh and this is like a lot of my girlfriends too uh we really throw around the idea of like oh, i'm depressed like oh thank mm. you talk and like i was talking to my mom about this because like my guidance counselor uh, called my mom and told her that she thought I was depressed. What uh, what led her to believe that? The guidance Well, because that. in like in December I was having a terrible time. Like I was like cutting this like one class all the time and like things were just horrible. I wasn't hanging out with my friends. My grandpa died and it was just mm. like so much was happening and like she like pulled me into her office and was like, "Are you okay?" And then like the week after she pulled me into her office, a girl in our grade committed suicide. Oh my god. Mm. Uh, uh, and then, like, I don't like to cry in front of people because, like, I just, like, I would rather not because I hate when people look at me and are like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, and my one of my teachers saw me crying and told my guidance counselor. And my guidance counselor called my mom and was like, Ruby needs to see a therapist. And because my mom you was were like. crying once? And my mom, like, <laughs> so pulled <weird>. me. <laughs> My mom pulled me over and was like, Ruby, like, do you think you need a therapist? Like, are you depressed and I was like, I don't know, because like I and my mom was like, I think there's a really big difference between being sad and having a lot of sad things happen to you and making you melancholy and being depressed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I think a lot of shitty things have happened to me. And like I've been in terrible situations before. But the fact that I'm like. I still get up and I'm motivated and I like try. You have a life, a flame inside of you. That's... Like if something like a situation that happened to me today can get me as angry as it did, then I have something in me yeah. that is key. like, and I think I get into a lot of really annoying situations, but I was on the phone with one of my friends cause I was so upset about yet another guy mm-hmm. who is nerdy and not even that attractive and like and you're like surely you'll on, like me shitting on my life uh and he I was, was like, shitting on your life yes he was shitting on my life how um he said i was arrogant which is the best thing to hear when you have confidence issues and you're 15 wow. trying to seem smart in front of a guy who's older than you because this kid's got a long road ahead of him that's because that's like i the way i i'm terrible at flirting with guys because i I'm not a flirty person. I'm not a sexual person. Right. I'm very much like myself in front of every person I meet, um, which can be a bad thing when trying to flirt with a guy. They don't because get it, then maybe. when they're like smart and I'm like, no, you're not as smart as me. That part <laughs> of me that's like, I'm going to prove you right comes out and I'm like, ah, but you know what? That is my personality. Yeah, if, if you, you can't help get yourself, it, do it. Like, if you don't get it, then you don't get yeah, it. Yeah, you can't let the dum-dums be walking around thinking that they're right. Yeah. That's not, that's not helpful but either. That's the worst. I, my friend was talking to me and we were just like... Last year, a big thing we were saying was like, oh, why do we keep letting guys like walk all over us? Why do we keep letting guys like be so mean to us? And we were like, you know what? We got to stop blaming the guys for like screwing us over so much because, yeah, they are screwing us over. But we need to start like appreciating ourselves and not going for guys who we can tell are going to end up screwing us Mm -hmm. over or when a guy starts to screw us over not taking it and walking away as opposed to being like no but i like him like i maybe he'll be good for me like no yeah if he's a bad guy 
you walk away. It's not like he it's his fault for being a terrible guy, but it's like you need to just get up not and allow walk that to away. happen. And don't let it happen. Don't let yourself. him in. Yeah. And I was just like, you kind of like, know what you're doing when it happens. I don't know if the, a lot of it. other people do this, but like the way I get over a guy or stop liking a guy is because like. I'm very driven, so when I want a guy, like, I have to get that guy, and, <laughs> like, or else I'll be, like, very, like, I just will, like, hate myself. Um, <laughs> the only way I get over guys when I don't get them is to move on to a different guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a good distraction. Which is, like, terrible, because that's not uh, how People you do, do it, it as adults. But, like, yeah, it's, like, it's like whatever. It's an easy coping, coping mechanism <laughs> <laughs> for, like, the terribleness. Um, and, like, I when I do that, it's just, like, I was, like, you know what, today, like... I was crying and I was like, I'm so annoyed that this keeps happening. And I was just like, you know what? No, like I'm just the time is not right now. I need to stop blaming every single guy for treating me like this. I need to start picking guys who are right for me and maybe not picking them, letting them pick me. And the okay, I don't know if you guys have this issue. Do you guys hate it when someone likes you and like when like, okay. I've been in situations where I've like liked a guy and then he started to like me back. And you're like, and never I've mind. Like, I've been like, ah, no, yep. I don't want it. Yep. I mean, yep. I've heard, I've heard I've of done that, that, but I, I normally don't. I normally it's like it's usually it. when I'm on the fence about the guy. Yeah. And then when he's like, I like you, I'm like, ah, wait, Sometimes give me a second. Like you give me a second. Too much. You yeah. know, there's like that, and then for some reason, as humans, we find that unattractive. Well, there's the okay. So when I was a freshman, I was in a thing with this one guy for like. A, a good oh also when we're not dating a person but we're like basically exclusive with them and only like each other we call them things because uh we i'm like oh yeah i'm in a thing with a guy oh in a thing okay. yeah we thought okay. you meant calling boys yeah thing. I that call, thing yeah, over there that, that, that thing is I mine kissed him last night. Uh. um no i like freshman year i was in a thing with this guy for like a few months and it, he was like the nicest and best human being ever like he mm. appreciated me so much and then like i and i didn't appreciate him I like I didn't appreciate the fact of how good of a person he was, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, like stupid, dumb, whatever, bo- older boy who like is gonna is about to treat me like a bunch of shit. Like, come to me, like, ah, like uh-huh. never mind, you'll still be and here you push later. The good guy away, yeah. A little bit. Uh, now looking back at my beginning of freshman year self, I kind of really regret that mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh my gosh, he was such a good person, yeah, and like. Do you think you could still totally let that go? Bark up that tree? Yeah. I mean, like, it's like things, ships sail and, like, it Uh. happens and you just need to appreciate, like, the good memories you have about them but so once there's a failed attempt oh, or an attempt you can't you don't really like I to try go back and stay as positive as possible because if not because like everyone's so negative especially because our school just like sucks that it's just like if you don't stay positive about these situations like you're gonna fall it's apart. a survival mechanism i have a question about nude photos oh i've oh. read so many so many articles about younger kids, your age, older, younger, uh, guys getting nude photos and then sharing them with all their guy friends, which legally is um, uh, that happens. Your your your, what's the legal word? It's it's something to do. You can be charged with a with transporting pornography, child yeah. pornography. Yeah. Um, and, and there's these consequences that a lot of kids don't know about until it happens and they're like, oh, now I'm a registered sex offender because technically that's what that, well, that's what happens if you're guilty. What, 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 does that happen with your peers or people that you know of with nude photos? Uh, everyone sends nudes. That's like a normal really? thing. Yeah. 
everyone sends nudes. It's the, it's the do advancement guys, of technology. Do guys and girls send nudes? Yeah. Do Are there cases that you've heard of where someone, a guy or a girl, will share these nudes with other people that they should not be sharing? Honestly, not. Like, yes, but also the people who've sent the nudes that get around a lot are people who send nudes to a lot of people and they they don't really care they don't they truly don't care that well okay i've only seen it happen once okay and it was this one girl who sends nudes to a lot of guys uh which is fine she hooks up with a lot of guys kids are gonna do that like it's like it's hilarious that parents think that this is gonna stop like that's not gonna oh my god teenagers are sexual beings and you you're trying to navigate that and that's part of it yeah and like uh this one guy sent around her nudes to like a lot of guys Mm -hmm. Mm. she like it wasn't a big thing like oh she didn't really like obviously she cared but it, it wasn't like oh my god we're gonna go to court my like oh my god ruined. my life is ruined she was kind of like okay. yeah i have an awesome body like that's okay. how she chose to handle it because that's how she handled it okay um, did the school get involved at all or did they were they no. aware of this no Mm-mm. so do what do the guys say like do they show each other their phones actually they... most of my friends who i know who have sent nudes have been to their boyfriends okay and their boyfriend like their boyfriends just like have them for themselves um, but when girls who aren't dating the guys they send nudes to send them, they kind of are just like, yeah, I send them. Like most of the girls I know don't. If I because I think if you're confident enough to take a picture of your body and like be like and send it to a guy you're interested in or like want to hook up with, like you you're confident. Like mm-hmm. that that is a level of confidence. That, Do you think like, that's a good thing? Yeah, I think it's great to be proud of your body and like mm-hmm. want to photograph it. Like that's awesome. Uh, I think it obviously no one wants their naked photos that they sent to a specific person to get out to everyone. Yeah, because you obviously. can't ever. You have it's like it's almost like once you. I've never taken photos of myself nude to this day. At one time, I took a picture of me in my underwear because I was like my abs look dope, and I sent it to a guy. But that was it. But I was always like terrified that someone because yeah. once I send it and we break up. I don't know that you deleted that. You could yeah. be putting that on the internet. My friend made uh, her ex-boyfriend delete all of her nudes right in front of him. That's good. Like the day they broke up. Yeah, he might have another drive, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we never really I know. know. Yeah. 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 Do, do girls ever think, like, um, and, or guys, about the consequences of, like, do, are, do they get scared when they set, take and send a nude photo that it might get on the internet? No. No. No one really thinks about it like that. Huh. Um, and you had, I, there's been no incidents? I've, I've honestly, like, I... Do you know what a Finsta is? No. Okay, uh, everyone has an Instagram. That's yeah. a thing. Oh, a fake Instagram a account. Fa- a Finsta? Yes, I got a, a young thing. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you let, like, 50 or, like, 15, it depends how many friends you have, <laughs> of your closest friends follow you on this account, and, like, you post whatever you want. A lot of my friends have posted photos, like, in their underwear or them looking uh-huh. really good in a bra on their Finsta. And, like, honestly, like, I don't think that's bad. Yeah. It's, now, is there, it's their fate, like, obviously, they're in the photos yeah. but it's like a fake name that they use uh no like like my finsta name is like a pun on my last name okay like okay. my other friend's finsta name is like a pun on her first name like it's like you're it's not under like a fake name it's just okay. like a it's cute just like, more like a screen name like you yeah. would have used on like aim yeah like a stupid like right. dumb name oh okay and now i just have one question like so you um you ha- you said you have a single mom and yeah. have you always have you had there ever been two parents in this situation or uh when i was like up until I was like three mm-hmm. my dad's like not really 
in my life. He mm-hmm. lives in Australia. Okay. And so uh, how far? And so, yeah. I mean, you've kind of only known what it is to have one parent, but t- do you have any idea about how that's affected you or how you might be different from your friends who have? Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having living, okay, one, I'm an only child right. and I oh, live and alone with too. my mom and I'm a girl. Uh, yeah. That changes things. Gilmore girl. Yeah. <laughs> you hate this. <laughs> um, uh, no, literally, I refer to my mom as, uh, I refer to me and my mom as Rory and Laura. Oh, that's cute. Um, my mom hates it, but I, I love it. Um, I love that show. Sweet. Literally, right? Uh, tell Your me about that. Your mom's sweet. Um, yeah, I like, I like my mom is great. Um, She's dope. She let you do this podcast. I was li- like, thank okay, you, mom. One, being an only child has affected me a lot, just like, in, regardless of like the only parent thing, is like, I'm a very independent person. Like, I very much am okay with being by myself for long amounts of time like I like being on my own uh having a single mom also affects that a lot because my mom's like it's not I'm not gonna be like my mom's not home a lot but like often like I'm at home by myself and Mm -hmm. like I'm totally okay with it like I love being alone Mm -hmm. um I think it's made me it's really nice to have uh, only a mom and, like, be an only child because, like, there are some things that, like, you just don't want to bore your friends with talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I can feel, like, I know when I'm talking about a guy too much, like, I can feel myself talking about him too much. And when I do that, I'm like, okay. And then I just talk to my mom about it or something. Yeah, yeah. Which sounds... Because mom, mom will hear me blabber on for yeah. as long as whatever. Yeah, That's because... the nice thing about moms because they don't get sick of you talking exactly. about a subject. And you're like, oh, you don't care. This is great. Exactly. And like, <laughs> it's nice to have a person who you know is always going to, like, literally always going to be there. Also, like, nice to have someone with, like, good advice. Yeah. Because who's, who's lived a life. Yeah. And, and, and like, date, and like, also, like dating my mom's, like, done stuff with her life. And, like, so she, like, knows about the world and stuff. And, like, it's nice to just grow up with someone always by your side and always have someone who like gets you 100% because like a lot of people especially at my age like to assume about each other like we all like to be like oh yeah like she definitely is like forming anorexia or like she definitely Mm. is depressed and like everyone likes to like make assumptions about each other but it's like no like I'm just having a bad day or like no I just like I want to get healthy or something like that like that kind of stuff like it's nice to have my mom who like knows me better than anyone and like knows like no my daughter's not depressed she just like is sad right now yeah someone mm -hmm. in your corner yeah that's not going to project on you yeah and um we have to wrap up but uh one last question that I have is like who do you look up to what what who are your role models and and why um I have different role models for like different things. Yeah. Like for com- like comedy is a huge part of my life. And, That's awesome. Um, like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and like Shannon O'Neill, like all oh, those people. I love Shannon oh O'Neill. God, I love Shannon. The best improviser. I had a huge crush on Neil Casey when I first saw him do ASCAT, <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> and then I got to know Shannon, and I was like, I'm in love with all of you. <laughs> like all of you are amazing. Like everyone yeah. at UCB in general is just like great. Yeah. Like, they are great human beings, and like. Uh, I just look up to it, like literally every single person in that community. That's great. Um, but like my number one role model, and this is like the most annoying thing ever, and I've been <laughs> saying this since I was like five, and I hate saying it because it's so annoying and cliche. I, and I got made annoyed. fun of it when I was in middle school. My biggest role model is my mom. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, but you've seen your mom. You've seen like I. I 
that's my mom's my hero. Yeah. Like I, I've seen her deal with some shit, and I yeah. am proud of the woman she is, and yeah. proud to be her daughter. And my that's mom gets beautiful. really cranky very often <laughs> for no reason, but like at the end of the day, she's like the strongest person I know, and like is like so good at what she does, and like is like also just like good at being a mom. Like I was like thinking about it, and I was like, oh my god, I hate how my mom's like how my mom knows so much about me and is so protective of me, and like, uh, but then I was like, oh, wait, no. That's you're like, lucky. Yeah, that's good. Like, my mom cares about me, which is awesome. And, like, my dad doesn't. But, like, that's okay because, like, my mom That's does. what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Do you have any you want to add? No, that's great. That's amazing. Any uh, uh, advice for other? We've had a lot of people who are the age of 15 and, and 13. We met a lot of people in North Carolina, a couple people that were 13. Um, and they deal with a lot of body insecurity seems yeah. to be a huge thing. Like, do you have any words of wisdom? You've kind of dropped some amazing wisdom bombs <laughs> on us. Uh, you're like a, a plethora of like fridge magnets and T-shirts. Yeah. I know. I've never really been this like deep. It's I love it. Lot. Anything you want to say to other your boyfriends? today you know teenagers exactly who you're looking for <laughs> um yeah just uh, dealing with that, those issues i uh okay uh it's okay to want to be skinnier or want to get healthier it's okay um i like i'm not insecure about my body but i personally want to get more in shape it doesn't matter if you're skinny or if you're chubby or anything all that matters is that you're healthy and if you're healthy and you want to like get thinner or work out, that's okay. Like it's okay to want to go to the gym. A lot of people are like, no, you're like you're fine. Like you don't need to go to the gym. And I'm like, no, but I want to. Yeah, go to Everyone the gym needs is a, to go to the is gym. It's a healthy thing. Yeah, Working like, out is great. It's like something I did this year is I was like, I can never diet. I decided I was like, okay, I can't diet. What do I do? I'm gonna cut one big factor of like unhealthy out of my life what is that chocolate stop mm-hmm. eating chocolate this year have kept with it since january 1st wow. um and Good like you. like it's like being insecure is something so unavoidable especially at 15 yeah. and like i have my insecurities and like i'm better at hiding them at them than other people and like if you like everyone's insecure about something it's okay if you're insecure about your body it's okay just like it's gonna happen and like just get through it because you're beautiful and all that matters is that you're healthy i love you thank you so much ruby you are smarter than a lot of our much older guests smarter than a lot of people i know yes (laughs) uh guys thank you so much for listening this has been guys we fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast i hope you know that's what it's called so you're on you knew that right (laughs) (laughs) talk to you next week Dark days are far behind I found my once lost mind The path seems bright from here There is no need to fear